The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. Okay, guys, now, welcome everybody to tonight's. Trevor podcast. asked me to do tonight's meeting, but just to give you guys a heads up, tonight's meeting is going to be very basic. I think Megan's going to like it. Okay. But I really believe tonight's meeting is more of a, actually like a refresher. Because hmm. I really believe the last few days and the last few meetings that we had in the direction, I really believe we're going in. I really believe the Lord led me to do this. And tonight's meeting, actually when I prayed about it, the actual title that came up was actually Practice His Presence. And I've asked the Lord to practice His Presence. Okay. But another actually word is actually the pursuit of His Presence. Nice. And that is actually what I want to talk about tonight. So, like I said, people might think it's very spiritual, but it's not really spiritual. It's actually more for a refresher course. A lot of the scriptures that we're going to deal with tonight, the scriptures we're very familiar with. But some people overlook it. They look at it and mm. they forget about the significance of it. Yes. And then they just read it and they carry on. Okay, what's next? And I really believe that's important for us to basically look at that scriptures again because... The main part that I want to talk about is actually pursuing the presence of the Holy Spirit in our nice. daily lives. I like that. But so before we start, Steve, can you open up some paper? Yeah, let's open up in our word of prayer. Amen. Thank you. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We bless you. Yes. Mm. We bless you, Lord. You are not an absentee father, mm. but your presence is always here with us. Amen. And so, Father, I thank you that you have anointed Marius's message tonight. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I thank you that he's anointed with the Holy Spirit. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, that you will think through his mind and yes. speak through his vocal cords. Amen. And, Father, I pray none of Marius, Lord, mm -hmm. help us tonight to see Jesus yes. and not Marius. Yes, amen. And we welcome the presence of the Holy Spirit. And we thank you, Father, for your beautiful presence here tonight. And we thank you, Lord, that your word will not return void. Amen. But it will prosper in the thing whereto you sent it. Mm -hmm. And we also thank you, Lord. I pray for everyone listening online mm -hmm. and even here present tonight. I thank you, Lord, that... We will have ears to hear so that more can be given. Mm -hmm. Eyes to see and a heart that understands. Yes, Lord. Amen. And we bless you for it, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Okay, let's go to my notes here. Some of the notes and some of the points I've got you, like I said, this refresher course, but I'm just going to mention a point and then just like to highlight the related scripture that goes with it because that's basically how I do my messages as well. When I mention a quote, a point, I always really immediately refer to the word of God concerning that because I really believe that's important. And yeah, I actually made a note you read in the start when I was saying a lot of people, especially born again believers, are actually making a point or trying to live for God on a, on a daily basis. But sadly, a lot of them are living carnal lives. Mm -hmm. And they're not aware that they're trying to live for God in, a, in their own strength, but they're failing. And the point is, unfortunately, due to that, a lot of the believers, they're diverting back to the world. 
and people are wondering why. And already when I was praying about this, and especially the last few meetings, you guys noticed that I really believe the Lord's heart is more pushed towards, towards us being revived. And, our, and the ministry's heart is for revival as well. Yes. Like I said, that's not to put the emphasis on being too spiritual. Mm. I really believe it's necessary because we're living in the last days. Yeah. And we're living yeah. out there in a world that's carnal, that's evil, and it's just going down the drain more and more every day. So the first point here I actually want to point out is we all know why we need the Holy Spirit. And when Jesus left in John 16 verse 7, that he mentioned there that it's necessary for him to leave. And that's also one thing as well that's evident that when Jesus left, he promised us a helper. Mm. A lot, and that is the Holy Spirit. And I'm just going to read here. And it says here, um, John 16 verse 7, I'm reading the New King James. And it says here, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It's expedient for you, for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And obviously, like I mentioned, a lot of these scriptures are familiar scriptures, but I just want to highlight again, it's like, it's necessary for us to actually look at these scriptures and actually, I won't say appreciate it, but apply it. Mm. Apply it, because you look at the scriptures, okay, I'll thank you, Lord, next. You know, but that's important to realize where the Holy Spirit's coming, because Jesus himself recognized we're going to need to help her. Yes. But how many people today, they accept Jesus, and Lord, thank you, but where's the Holy Spirit then? Jesus promised the Holy Spirit, but people are not actually acknowledging that. Mm-hmm. Then their, their lives are void, their lives are empty, their lives are dull, and that I went back to the world and sadly something backslide. And that's very important as well. And it, the next scripture as well is that the majority of the believers know in their head that God loves them, but actually it's the Holy Spirit that makes it love real. And this is one of my favorite scriptures. And this is something that the Lord pointed out to me. A lot of people, they're wondering, you know, like when I get born again, they've got that zeal for yeah. God. They've got a zeal. they got that, that first love. And, and after a while, it fades. They wonder where, what happened. And to realize it's the Holy Spirit that made that love real. Mm. And that's in Romans 5, verse 5. And I, I noted here in the New Living Translation, it says here, And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us. Because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. Mm. Now, mm. how many people believe? They believe in God, they believe in Jesus, but this part is also not there. Mm-hmm. Once again, the Holy Spirit is actually, the, I, won't, I don't want to say it out of this disrespect, but the missing link here. Because yes. people try to live for God, they know about God loves me, God loves me, God loves me, God loves me. But there's nothing there. Mm. And that the love of God's ready. Jesus already sent the comforter, and once again... The Holy Spirit won't be here. That's never a sign that Jesus has been here and Jesus has gone to the Father because the Holy Spirit won't be here if Jesus didn't go to the heaven. Yes. So his mission was fulfilled here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But once yeah. again, that's another part of people overlooking as well. It, the thing is that, you know, it's like the year God is like someone that's third hand. It's like going to Sunday school they talk about, but they don't have it. It's not a reality in their lives. Yeah. It's not It's not real to them. Like, mm-hmm. say for instance, like a man and his wife. Mm. It's not real. That's why a lot of them, the year of God a lot, but they've never had uh, a ex- experience. Like if you look at a lot of, like like God is leading a lot of Muslim, Islam, um, Imams and people to God. They yeah, Some of them even have an encounter with Jesus Christ in their lives and they, they're different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at a person that's been born again their whole life compared to someone that just got born again yesterday. Mm-hmm. That person that got born, he says more power because he has a personal experience. Mm-hmm. We are Christian, he just hears about it. He, the word is that God made material, yes. made people available, yeah. but the, he takes all of that in, but yeah. it's not reality. Yeah. 
And the thing is, God is showing that in, for us to survive during these tough times, in this tribulation, mm-hmm. God is being punishment on this earth, but He's giving us hope. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. He wants us to, to, to kind of escape this. Mm-hmm. So He wants us to have, He wants to see us through. You see, He, he wants mm-hmm. to help us that. And the only way is to have a relationship with Him. Yes. You see? Yeah. You see, He wants to guide us through that. Yeah. And it's true what you're saying. Mm-hmm. We gotta, we gotta have a reality check. Yes, mm-hmm. you see, that's why I actually really felt when I was preparing this that the Lord was showing to me was I was asking out, and, and the Lord said to me that it's necessary for people to look at these scriptures, to uh, look at them, and to realize where is it fitting into their daily lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. You, you this, this, is, this is this is this is that people are looking. Like I said, some people might think it's a, it's very spiritual. It's not spiritual, but it's necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the truth. There's nothing spiritual about it. Yeah, the fact is, it's it's. That's the only way you're going to get through the tough times. Yeah. Yes, because exactly. You see, the thing is, if, you, if you're living for God and you're in the Spirit, the stuff that's happening shouldn't affect you. Yeah. It will affect your flesh. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, you've you got hope in the sense that God, this world is not here forever. It's going mm-hmm. to end soon. Yeah. You don't have to worry. It's mm-hmm. the unbelievers, the backsliders, those that did not take the time to get to know Jesus Christ, that, are, that must worry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. God says to us, you know what? Don't Don't... Don't fret, mm-hmm. you know. Do not look on this kingdom on this earth, but let your hope be in the kingdom in the next. That's good. Friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like really, when you mentioned that word, I felt like a child in my mm-hmm. spirit. Yeah, it's like God is saying, "This is what's needed." So you see, you're not you're not being spoiled. You're speaking the truth, my friend. You see, because the thing is, like, if you look at it, is that the God's in the part that He's He's, he's loving our hearts, mm-hmm. and at the same time, we all know. And the Bible also says God's given each person a measure of faith. Mm-hmm. Now, His love is departed in the house by His Holy Spirit and He's given us a measure of faith. Those two are needed to work. Yeah. Faith is needed. Faith is dependent on love and love and faith work together. Mm-hmm. So God's mm-hmm. given us His Holy Spirit. He's given us a measure of faith. So actually for any believer, there's no, I'm not saying it to dash or to wrap mm-hmm. anybody's fingers, but for any believer, there should be no excuse for him not to be able to operate in faith. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. God's given us because, power. Because we got the Holy Spirit, we got the Holy Spirit, and God's given each person a measure of faith. Mm-hmm. But like I said again, once again, people do not take note of that. And they think of, yes, okay, they know about the Holy Spirit, they know the Holy Spirit is, is, a, is, a, holy, is a holy being, but yeah. they don't realize the Holy Spirit is actually wanting standing next to you so can help you, can I help you. Very yeah. good, Maurice. But the thing is, the people are not giving the Holy Spirit the, the actual platform to do the work that God wants them to do. Mm. And you know what? The Holy Spirit is the mm. one who has the power. Yes. Mm. So you yes. cannot do it without Him. No. Mm. With, no. I mean, it says, without yeah. me, you can do nothing. Yeah, 100%. Yes. Yeah. It's like a lot of the Christians, they're too busy about the ego, their own things. Yeah. Uh, like for me, the Lord has said to me many times, like, because I always wanted to be this in life. Yeah. You know, maybe be the best manager. Like I had a plan for where I want to see myself. Yeah. And God says, don't live for this world. Yeah. Plant your riches in the next life. That's he it. always talks about the kingdom. Yeah. God always talks about the kingdom. He never talks about it. a lot of Christians are walking deception and yeah. they want they want to have, be rich and wealthy. And they, they're too much busy in this world. Mm-hmm. And for me, I rather want to be famous I'm in, in this life. You know, I'd rather be the servant because yeah. when I get a left life, life I want to be the master. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got to, like it's true what you're saying, you got to, you got to, because it's got to have a reality check because they're going to miss it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there come a time when the Holy Spirit ain't going to be here. And then, you see, that's the thing. Then you got to work out your wake up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to the next point as well, this is something that we're all familiar with, but it's once again necessary, 
it's the Holy Spirit's helps in overcoming our sinful flesh and habits. Yes. And Romans 8 verse 12 to 13, New Living Translation says there, Therefore, dear brothers and sisters, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. For if you live by the dictates, you will die. But if the power, no, the power of the Spirit, you put to death the deeds of your sinful nature, you will live. What scripture is that again, sorry? It's Romans 8, verse 12 to 13. Thank you. And the one thing that actually stands out here is the last part. It says, if through the power, a lot of people don't think, they think the power of the Holy Spirit is, is delegated for special occasions, special anointing, special meetings. Yes. Yes, it is right. But at the same time, by the power, the Holy Spirit's power is supposed to be evident in our lives on a yes. daily basis. That's it says here. The power of the Holy Spirit, but once again... People aren't giving recognition mm. to that. Mm. They make they're putting at the pedals also say, okay, there's going to be a Holy Spirit meeting or revival meeting. The Holy Spirit's going to move there, mm. but Holy Spirit's like I said, standing right next to that. I need to do that in your life as well. Very mm. good, Morris. But yeah. the people are not realizing it. And once again, like, I'm not trying to diss it, but I mean, I just felt that so, the Lord's heart is we need to do this because we we supposed to live lives for victory. Yeah. Yes. And you know, like we all, each person's got the individual call in their life. It's not that certain person's got de a delegated ministries only. Mm. Yeah. And I actually mentioned it a lot in my message as well. A lot of people think there's only certain people are supposed to preach a message or like pastors or evangelists. Each one of us is supposed to be a light bulb. Yeah. Yes. If you put all those light bulbs together, what you're going to get? A big light. Mm. But we can't do that. We can't be real light bulbs. The mm. Holy Spirit's a power source. Yes. Yeah. If the Holy Spirit's not evident there, the light bulb's going to be dead. You see, that is why it's necessary for us to, to say, okay, I need to do this, I need to change. And that's why I'm pointing different aspects here, like sinful flesh, love of God. A lot of people struggle with that. They say, yes, I know that God loves me, but it, they don't know that. That's where it's important. The love of God is the Holy Spirit inside of us. And once again, people struggling with sinful nature or actual habits. Once again here, the power is available. How is a person going to apply that? Mm. That's important, mm. and this is something I know Jehovah will actually relate to. And says here, the Holy Spirit makes the believer's relationship with the Father real. Mm. Yes, <laughs> that's a beautiful scripture, yeah. and that is in Romans eight verse fifteen. Sorry, guys, I'm reading it, but I don't want us all to read. I actually, my heart is more for us to discuss yeah. that, and I want yeah. people to partake. And thank Frankie, I see you've caught a fire, so I'm actually glad to see that. Yeah. Well, I started people, the flame. I, just <laughs> I want, I want the people to partake to yeah. see for themselves yeah. that there's yeah. more to it. Yeah. And, but, um, sorry, Maris, mm -hmm. you know, you know, it mustn't feel bad that you're not being spiritual. You know, mm -hmm. you got to speak the truth in love. God is laying, yeah. I see that God's laid a weight in your heart to speak. And yes. brother, you mustn't keep quiet, you must speak. Mm -hmm. People want, uh, God, uh, the, the Lord wants to speak to you, brother. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Thanks, Frank. And it's in Romans 8 verse 15 and I'm, I'm reading again from a New Living Translation. And it's just here, so you have not received the spirit that makes you uh, fearful slaves. Mm. Instead you receive God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Mm. Now we call him Abba Father. Mm. And like I said when I start, this is all scripture we're all familiar with. But I'm trying to point out concerning oh, when we are, when, when we walk with God and Holy Spirit, this is different areas that we can apply in our lives that people might find voids in and if, um, that might be a struggling or lack yeah. in the area in our lives. Sinful flesh we've dealt with. The love of God, that God loves us, we've dealt with. The, a lot of people want to have a relationship with the Father, but once again, that's also void. Yeah. 
And once again, the Holy Spirit's playing a part there as well. And that makes it reality. And what I like here at the start, it says, a spirit that, that does not make you slaves. Mm-hmm. In other words, the Lord's not going to make you feel condemned. The Lord's gonna, not going to obligate you mm-hmm. to do something that you don't. That, that's not according to His word. That's, uh, that's, that's contradicting His word as well. And that's important as well. And let's look at the next point here. And it says the Holy Spirit will guide the believer concerning the truth. That is very important. Yeah. But there's a lot of nonsense out there. Yeah. That the people are believing. Unfortunately, sadly, there's even people that uh, that's even uh, the messages is preached out there, but it's not it's not reflecting the, what the Bible says. Yeah. It might be twisted. It might sound very right, but if you actually look at it, it's not right at all. Mm. And once again, we need the help to actually be a sensor, or I'll, I'll almost say a filter. Yeah, and that's the, the, the that's a thank you, Megan, to the sin, and that's the Holy Spirit as well. And the scripture I've got here is John sixteen verse thirteen to fifteen, and it says here I'm living again from a New Living Translation. Guys, if you want, if you want to take the scripture down from reading it too fast, just just stop me. Okay, <laughs> I'll read it a bit slower, my friend. John sixteen verse thirteen to fifteen. Okay, and it says here, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me uh, glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I say the spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. It's important thing to stand out there. The Spirit receives from Jesus. And the Spirit, He says, He will tell you about the future. Not fortune telling, but the Lord actually got plans for us, our lives as well. And that's something a lot of people are struggling with as well. Because they say, I'm born again, now what? Mm. What's God's purpose and plan for my life? Mm. Once again, they get stuck in their way to now. You know, uh, Marius, that is a very, very good point. Mm. Um, let me elaborate on that. Yeah, go for it. When I got saved, I mean, I heard that God is a good God and so forth. Yes. But in your journey, you've got questions. Yes. Why Christianity? What's Christianity all about? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, what's the end goal? Yeah. What is the end purpose? Mm-hmm. And everyone has got an opinion. Yes. And a lot of those opinions, unfortunately, a lot of those opinions mm-hmm. are way too theologically, politically correct. Okay. Way too many are complicated. Mm-hmm. Way too many just leave you speechless. Like, I still don't know what the guy's saying. Mm -hmm. And um, because there's far too many voices. The Apostle Paul spoke of this. Yeah. But you know what? These people, they overcomplicate things. Mm -hmm. And they make Christianity difficult. And, you know, at the end of the day, you're trying to figure it out. What's this all about? Yeah. But all it is, God is a father. Yes. Mm -hmm. Amen. He wants you as his son and his daughter. Absolutely, yes. yes. He wants to love on you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he wants to fellowship with you. Yep. That is it. 
Someone says, well, what about the curse? Curse has been sorted. Yes. Been what about from it. what about sin? That's sorted. Yes. yes. What, what about the devil? That's sorted. Yeah, he's, he's defeated. defeated. Amen. It's yes. sorted. Yes. Like, why do we complicate things? Mm-hmm. You understand? I mean, at the end of the day, that is it. Mm-hmm. When all of this passes away, what do you think is going to happen? All that's going to matter is our relationship with our Father. That's yes. it. Mm-hmm. That is it. It's like John three sixteen, pretty much. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah Nothing is going to matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John three sixteen, maybe seventeen. Yes. Ninety percent of the whole thing. Yes. Yeah. There's other administrations involved and so forth, but what I'm saying is to sum it up, God is your father. Yeah. And he enjoys being a dad. You yes. are his son and his daughter. Mm-hmm. He loves you, and he wants. Fellowship with you. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. Amen. And you're literally practicing for what's going to happen for eternity. That, that, yeah, yes. that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's really it. Yeah. You know, I always like to say, you know, the three score and ten we have here is like a trial run. Yes. yes. And, you know, sometimes I say to people, you know, but more mature people, maybe, you know, this is like a trial run. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, what's three score and ten compared to eternity? I mean, there you yes. go. So, so we've got a trial run here, and then we... <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Amen. Okay. Yeah, uh, exactly like you said, Trevor, because it's also important that a lot of people, they get born again, but then they've got no cooking clue whether they're really going to go to heaven. Yeah. And like you say now, we supposed to live the love of victory here. So when we get up there, that we can actually receive from Jesus and well, well done, a good and faithful servant. Yeah. Not cr- crawling into heaven or oh, leopard crawling. So I've made it. I made it. I made yeah. it. Yes, that's sad, brother. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I was just in a little bit of thought now, but I heard that what people not sure if they're going to. Yes. yes. Once again, my my point that is what sad is yeah. anything. Once again, is people go to church, they go, they believe religiously. Yeah, that's yeah. But unfortunately, religion has cut the Holy Spirit out. Yeah. yeah. And that is why I, I, I'm bringing this message yeah. out to point out. Believe on the Lord, you'll be saved. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's that simple. Yeah. yeah. In, you see, that, that but. That is like so sad. That is like yeah. sad on another level. You see, but once again, people, when they believe, yeah. once again, my favorite scripture, faith without works, <laughs> is, is dead. So, in other words, if a person believes, yeah. what, how are you going to show you what you believe in? Yeah. And a person's going to feel, feel like I've got no cooking clue what to do or what, who's our helper there. Once again, what did Jesus say? I'm sending you helper. Yeah. You see, but once again, people that's not recognized, that people are doing their own thing. They're living carnal lives. In the head, they're born again, but the spirit's, the spirit's not living that born again life. Mm. They don't have an identity. No. They don't yeah. have, it's like they, they, they have identity in this earth, but it's like they don't have identity in heaven. No. Mm. Exactly. And... Let's look at the next point, and that's also well-known scripture once again, and that's the Holy Spirit enable confidence in the believer's life. And the scripture there is, like I said, all these scriptures are familiar scriptures, but I'm just trying to point mm. out the importance concerning the Holy Spirit um, Holy place. Second Timothy one verse seven, well, very well-known scripture that people will know. It says, "For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline." That is very, very important as well. Especially if a person, I'll, 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 when I get to the end, I want to touch on certain things, a person, a practical steps. Self-discipline is very important in the last today because a lot of people struggle with that. And that is a vital part. If a person wants to live for God, they might be struggling with this area again. Yeah. But once again, 
you're not going to overcome this if you're trying to do this in your own strength. Yes. Yeah. Once again, this is a different area for a Christian, but in own strength, they can't do that. And this is something I actually like, and it says the next point here, the Holy Spirit guards the believer against false teachings. Mm. Yummy. And a scripture I want to point out here is 1 John 4, verse 2 to 3. And it says here, this is how we know if to, if they have the Spirit of God. If a person claiming to be a prophet acknowledges that Jesus Christ came in a real body, that person has the Spirit of God. But if someone claims to be a prophet and does not acknowledge the truth about Jesus, that person is not from God. Such a person has the Spirit of the Antichrist, which you've heard is coming into the world and is indeed already here. The word, the word prophet, when I was reading, it stands out a lot because sadly a lot of people claim to be prophets these days. Yeah. Uh, prophet this and prophet that. <laughs> but once again, people are... <laughs> they don't have yes. prophet, they are lost. They, 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 they are prophet, but they are a prophet like Megan says for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Lost. Yes. Yeah. And, and once again, when it comes to this, once again, what's important here? What's the center point supposed to be here? Jesus Christ. Jesus, yeah. Once again, if a person sees that, then you know, uh-uh. But who's going to, if a person lives, lives a kind of life, he's going to look at that point and say, mm, yeah, that guy's not quite good. And he's going to have no cooking clue, guys talking bunch of nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's, once again, it's important that we got the Holy Spirit as a safe God. Because there's also scripture in the Bible that said, test the spirits. Mm. Yes. I didn't note that down, but that's also very important. That person can actually check, how do you know that's God? First thing is very important, we all know, who's that person glorifying? Yeah. His own flesh, the world, or is he acknowledging Jesus yeah. Christ? That's actually very true, right? because, uh, like, yes, uh, the, the whole prophet... Uh, mm. thing is massive across uh, yes. Africa and yeah. South Africa sure. and mm-hmm. <laughs> all these guys they put all the attention on them yes. Yes. but uh, real real ministers yes. will always put put all the attention mm. on Jesus yeah. Absolutely. like always yes yeah. very important because the Holy Spirit will never what did I read down in that scripture when I was reading the Holy Spirit will only tell you what he receives from me who's that me Jesus yeah mm. yeah and that's what I was reading about when I said the Holy Spirit will tell you about your future. Once again, who's he receiving that from? Mm-hmm. From God the Father, from Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You see, once again, that's why it's so important because we've got the Holy Spirit in our lives. All this other nonsense will not actually have any effect on us. Mm-hmm. But, once again, are we giving the Holy Spirit the acknowledgement or are we doing our own thing? Mm-hmm. And I'll throw this in. Go for it. But this probably be another series. Um Someone who is still quoting titles yeah. mm. and someone who still says, you know, me, I did this, I did this, I did oh. this. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. And yes, maybe miracles took place in their life. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but it probably happened a long time ago. And they still in a wilderness experience. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to elaborate on that later. Yeah. And they're not going to get out of it. They're not going to get out of their mm-hmm. desert until they are humbled. Yeah, that's true. Yes. That's true. That's the biggest yeah. problem with Christians. They want they see they see themselves as a brand instead of elevating God. They elevate themselves. They're yes. always talking about I did this, I did that. I, I did that. this, I did this. But we are the great I am. To yeah. Ourselves. yeah, that's why. That's why for me the greatest thing in this world is a servant. Yeah. Now, now don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with testifying. Yeah, mm-hmm. but when 
you are testifying in such a way that I did everything. I And I don't need any help. Like I said to you, that guy that I was able to lead to Jesus, I'm telling you now, I know that was the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I mean, that yes. was... I know because yes. I can't save a flea in my own strength. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you come mm-hmm. to that place, mm-hmm. but I've seen people on social media, you know, right in front of their names, evangelist so-and-so, yes. Yes. you know, prophet so-and-so, apostle so-and-so. I like, remember we were going somewhere. <coughs> I think we were going to some strength, and um, there by PE College, there's these big posters, and yeah. there's this picture of this woman, and, and it says they're big, uh, daughter of a prophet. Yeah. And, like, that's got nothing to do with anything. You don't even know so and so. Yeah. They add extra that's stuff to that the... That never gets to, used. Yeah. It's a, and and uh, so people like to use it. They love this. Be, be very careful sure. of this. People like to give a word. Oh, yeah. At least once a week. <laughs> You've got a fresh word. Stay away from those snakes. Actually, yeah. in church, everybody wants to give a word. Yeah, but I'm serious. Stay away from those snakes. You don't need a word once a week. No. Yeah. You do not need a word once a week. If you get a word once every season, be grateful. Uh, mm-hmm. That's enough. Mm-hmm. But if someone's giving you a, a word, yeah, woof, don't get me started. It, it irritates me. Mm-hmm. Because they are healing themselves to a deceptive spirit. Yes. Mm. Familiar spirit. Mm. Be very careful. Yes. I've got lots of words. Uh, I've got the Amplified Classic. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the, the New Living Translation. I've got the King James and New King James. I've got, I got tons of words. I've got so. Yeah, there's the also. The <laughs> there's something that I always hear, my spirit. I've been hearing it for a long time. Be Beware of lying, deceiving spirits. Yes. It's like Satan sends these things. These people think mm-hmm. that, that they, they're doing the Lord's work, but they're doing their own work. God, always be, yeah. Careful. Yeah. be careful who you elevate. Because yeah. a lot of them elevate themselves. They always make themselves better. Yes. And you know one thing I've noticed with some of them, they don't give you a chance to speak. They, they buffer you or they, yes. they, they overwhelm you. Because yeah. it's me, 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 yes. me. Mm-hmm. And then they must be careful where they end up one day. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm very careful. Very true, Frank. Mm. Amen. Okay, next point. I'm coming close to the end of my discussion here. Is very importantly, once again, familiar scripture, but it's important. Our bodies is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Mm. And the reason why I'm bringing this up, unfortunately, is a lot of people has got low self-esteems. Mm. And a lot of people walking around out there and they feel like they're putting their heads in a hole and they want to put build it out again. But once again, it says in 1 Corinthians 6 verse 19. And it says here, don't you realize that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself. Who lives in exactly. you. Exactly. Mm. In other words, God has made an investment in your life by giving you His own spirit, the same Holy Spirit that He created the world with. Yeah. That spirit is invested in every believer. So a person can't really say, Ach, you know, but look at me. A lot of people look at themselves and judge themselves, sadly. Yeah. And once again, uh, self-esteem. Yeah. You can't, you, no person's going to be able to live a successful or victorious life if they've got a low yeah. self-esteem. And they're going to live carnal lives. And the devil's going to put a bunch of rubbish in their heads again. Yeah. It boils back to not believing the love. Exactly. You see, and once again, in the yeah. start, Romans 5 is 5. Yeah. Where's the love? Inside yeah. our hearts. You see, there's different areas, like I said, that builds up this uh, our image in Christ. And that, that, that testimony, Morris, that we watched here Friday. <coughs> yes. 
about heaven. Yes. And, you know, we casually talk about God. We mm -hmm. just casually talk about Him. Yes. But, man, it's different when you see Him. Mm. Absolutely, yes. You see this glorious light sitting on the throne mm -hmm. that He's never made a mistake, never no. will make a mistake. He is absolutely glorious. Mm-hmm. Everyone, including angels that come around him, they're constantly glorifying him yes. and worshipping him. And he sits there in the beauty of holiness. And that super being mm -hmm. loves you. Yes. It's mm -hmm. just man. And yeah. to think that even the angels in their wonderful state and their great strength and their yeah. beauty, mm -hmm. they stand and make abeyance towards you and reverence you. Yeah. And the scripture says in the Hebrew, it says we've been made a shade lower than Elohim. Mm. Yeah. In the Hebrew. Mm -hmm. If you can't see love in that, yeah. yes, it, you blind. But it gives a different meaning Completely to different. Love. Yeah. Loves exactly. you. Now imagine it's like Morris was saying yeah, and it goes back to that. Like he was saying, God, this awesome God, yes. went and put His Spirit yeah. on the inside of you. I mean, yes. who are we? Exactly. You know, who are we uh, exactly. to get this marvelous Spirit? You got to know that's an act of love. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You have to. Yes. If you don't, you're struggling to receive that love. And you're not going to understand the rest of him. You won't. Because John says that. Yeah. You won't get it. Yes. You won't understand why he does the things he does. You won't get it. Mm. But I mean, when I, when you, you see these huge... And he assigns these majestic beings to us. Yes. These mean, angels, these ministering servants. Just because we can't see them doesn't mean they're not there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they go with you. And they follow you. And they attach themselves to you. Mm. Yes. And if you had to see them, you'd be like, you know, they're not these little fipsqueaks, not like mm. those little demons. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, I think, Francois, you and I discussed this once about the devil. When it comes, he's time to get thrown into the pit. Mm. Yeah. Did you know, I mean, think about this, the devil himself, the king of the demons now, mm. he doesn't have a place to hide. Uh, he can't hide. Mm -hmm. The scripture says angels are going to go and fetch him mm -hmm. and bind him up. Mm -hmm. And that's that. Yeah. There's no getting away. Now these marvelous beings that God calls ministering spirits are assigned to you. Exactly. And they listen to what you say. Mm -hmm. Can you not see the royalty in that? Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Can you not see the love in that? Amen. Wow, who are we? They are beings made out of light. Yes. Yeah. And like Frank, they go, just because you can't see your angel, he goes with you. Yeah. He goes with you wherever you go. He's there. He's ready to serve you. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about that. Yeah. What did we do to deserve that? Nothing. Exactly. It's, it's like that angel that I saw. He was huge. Yes. And, and, and lit up. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, again, it boils down to 
if they haven't received the love. Yeah. And it's not his fault. Yeah. But that's why it's so important for a person to actually not, not judge themselves. But a lot of people want to, I'm saying in general, a person might yeah. look at themselves and say, yeah. they're overweight, they're ugly or whatever, but God doesn't see you ugly. Mm. Because when God looks at you, he doesn't see you, he sees Christ. Mm. And that is important as well. And a person can look at Galatians 2 verse 20, it says clearly, I've been crucified to Christ. Mm. It's no longer I live, but Christ lives in me. Yes. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Mm. That's important as well. So when our bodies is the temple of the Holy Spirit, that's also the same time Jesus is sort of siding inside of us. Mm. We've been crucified. So if a person thinks of himself low, that's been crying on the cross. Yeah. Uh-huh. Christ lives in you. When God looks at you at the same time and the person makes a mistake and the person repents, God doesn't see it, God see the person. God sees, I've mentioned it in one of my messages, it's like when you, when you wear a coat, mm-hmm. that righteous coat of, that's coat of the blood of Jesus. God doesn't see your mistakes. He sees that coat, that, that righteousness that you've got in Christ. Mm-hmm. At the same time, when, a person look at, when you look at yourself, don't judge yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't look at yourself where you're coming from. Don't look at what your skin color is. That's what. good, Maurice. See yourself as temple of the Holy Spirit, yeah. a vessel for God to be useful. But a lot of people's hearts is, Lord, use me, use me, use me. But, you know, like I'm, I'm using a good expression of a car. I'm terrible at because my car's just been fixed today. But, you know, a car's not going to know its capability. I know he knows what, what type of car it is. Mm. Yeah. A sports car's car's not going to know it, uh, what, what it is able to unless it's known a sports car. Same. If we're in Christ, we're not going to be able to be usable by God unless we know who we are in Christ. Yeah. And, and once again, who's establishing that? The Holy Spirit. Yeah. And my last point I want to make here is very important, but not, not the least, is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Because that is something I really, a lot of people look at it or listen, maybe listen to this message and think, yeah, but that's quite a lot to take in. But I really also felt while I was busy preparing this, it's so important if a person, you don't have to take all of us in, the most important thing for God is actually if you're willing to make a, a change. Mm-hmm. A little a change does a lot. Mm-hmm. When Jesus called Peter out of the boat, he didn't tell Peter to jump out of the boat, he just said, get out of the boat. Peter could have got out of the boat in his own place, but he got out. Mm-hmm. But in practice, he made an effort. And that's important. And, and the point here about the fruit of the Holy Spirit and the, and the scripture I want to read here is Galatians 5, verse 22 to 23. But I really just want to point of, um, read it and just point a few things out here. And it says here, But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Beautiful. Love, joy, mm. peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Now, basically what we discussed now tonight in all these different areas, like Trevor mentioned and made made quite a big, big, strong uh, point on the love of God. Mm. That is the fruit of the Spirit as well. That's evident in our lives. When the Holy Spirit is inside our lives, all these character traits should be evident in our lives. Mm. And if it's not there, then pursue it. Yeah. Uh, If you don't see patience in your life or peace in your life, it's there. The Holy Spirit said that's one of the fruits. But if it's not there then pursue it. Then say, Lord, where am I missing it? Why am I not having peace in my life? Or if you kindness, if a person's trying to be walking in love or be kind to one another, then something you can pursue as well. Because once again, this basically also boils down to a lifestyle, living a life for Christ, and once again, fruit. Uh, like we said before, you'll judge a tree by its fruit. So every person, every believer is supposed to bear fruit. They're supposed to live a life for Christ. Yeah. But these are all plain parts that contribute towards that. And... I just noted here by, uh, at the end, it said, by allowing these fruits in a, in a believer's life, should a believer be free from, number one, selfishness and strife, 
And I quoted the scripture, but I didn't. It's Philippians 2 verse 3. Another point is jealousy. Aina. Scripture there that I noted there is 1 Corinthians 3 verse 3. Another point very strongly is not judging others. And the scripture that I noted there was Matthew 7 verse 1 and 2. And a last, very important, arguments and quarrel. Mm. And that is in Second Timothy where Paul wrote, so, uh, talks about it, uh, 2 verse 24. Now all these things, if you look at these things, this is just for this more than these, but I just noted these because these are basically, I believe, the most common ones. Yeah. People are jealous of one another. Mm. People are selfish. Strive mm. because the Bible says when appreciate uh, this unity, God commands his blessing, but if a person lives in strife, mm. um, I'm sorry, the Bible says God gives grace to the humble, but he resists a proud. So if a person lives in strife, you, you, you're going to live a single, you're going to live a lonely life. And not judging others, one, once again, a person can't live for Christ if you're going to judge others. Yeah. Because that parable with Jesus, when that woman was called in adultery, that really stood out to me. When they wanted to stone her, mm. and everybody walked away, and, and, and Lord, Lord asked, where is the people? And said, gone. And Jesus said, I'm not judging you either. Now, if Jesus is not judging people, we're not supposed to judge either. Mm. Once again, who's going to help us to do that? The Holy Spirit. Mm. And arguments and quarrel. Arguments and quarrels, a person might think, might feel good about it. But to, who are you actually trying to please? Who are you trying to, to build up your own flesh? Or are you trying to live for God? Yeah. What's it gonna, what fruits are going to bring forth? So this is basically the, the last point I want to make. But I really want to encourage you guys. Like I said tonight, it's a lot of points. Mm. But if you put them all together, you'll see that it all builds up towards living a life of love for God. And the most mm. easiest way I can actually advice I can give is a per, take the scripture and apply it. And like I said, no, no. If you, if you feel like this is too much, it's too many things. One thing at a time. Yeah, yeah. I, for instance, made it the point, and I mean, like, and I'm still working on it not to judge other people because it's yeah. easy to look at the person or beggar and immediately think, mm, you know, and that's a start. Yeah. And you'll see as you, as you progress, you can move on to the next point and next point. And you'll see there's going to be changes. It's going to come. But the point is make, a, make it a point, start changing from one area and move on to another. Yeah. But give the Holy Spirit opportunity to move in your lives and there was other areas like speaking tongues but all of us are familiar with tongues as well mm. but the most important part is the Holy Spirit is in our lives mm. but give him a recognition mm. because he's the actual love that's love himself yes that actually people are not realizing like Trevor says that's a father he's actually standing saying can I give you a hug yeah and the people say oh okay you know like they, they're not yeah. used to it but mm. The Father wants to embrace each one of us, but we're not realizing that because we're not giving him the, the recognition in our lives. So I just want to actually close off say, guys, please make it a point, even as one thing at a time. Mm -hmm. So Lord, I'm not going to judge people. Lord, I want to walk in love. Yeah. Or that fruits I just read in, in Galatians 5, 22 to 23. Look at it and say, uh, Lord, can you help me to, to experience your joy, your love? Mm. And make it a point just to start there. And, and it's a growing point, it's a process, but once again, the fruit will be there and the Jesus will be glorified. Amen. Okay. Very good, Morris. So guys, I, I'm going to close off, but I just want to say thank you for, for listening. And so once again, like I said, for those that actually might find it difficult to digest, you can listen to it again. Mm. 
was I really, fo- I really, when I seek the Lord's heart, I really found it's necessary because we're living in the last days. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Jesus is coming back, and people are going to wonder, you know, when Jesus comes back, what's happening? Mm. We've got no excuse, people, because the Holy Spirit's here. Mm. He's our helper. Mm. So we don't have excuse. The Holy Spirit's there. Jesus has sent us his helper, like I said, said mention the start. Yeah. Mm. So we don't have excuse. Yeah. So make an effort. It's up to you. And let's live for Christ. Amen. 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 And remember, faith comes by hearing, so so keep on hearing. Amen. Hey everyone, if you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.